Thank you so much for the honor. I felt the love. Thank you so much. My protocol officer, well done. I said I didn't want you to carry my Bible, but you guys did your thing. First of all, I want to thank God for this wonderful opportunity. It is such a great opportunity to share the word of God. I mean, what am I to preach the word? But God has chosen me this morning. And I know he has a word. Honestly, as I was preparing this message, I felt the anointing so strongly. And God is here to do wonderful things. Do not look to me, please. It is not for lack of me talking this morning. It is Jesus speaking through me. So if you hear anything, if you get an instruction, if you get anything, please take it as the word of Jesus. It is not me. I cannot do the work. I cannot do the work. But Jesus in me will do the work this morning. I want to thank my pastor, Pastor Fred, my father in the Lord. Thank you so much, sir, for this wonderful opportunity. I don't take it for granted at all. Yes, I'm doing my YMCS, but it's a great privilege to hold the mic and share God's word. And I believe that the church will be blessed. I really hope that the church will be blessed. That is my desire this morning. I'm not here to show that I know the word. I don't know the word. I'm still learning as well. I'm just here to glorify. I just want Jesus to glorify himself. As Pastor said, the greater glory days are here. And God is taking us to the greater glory. I hope you can all see me. <laughs> I feel like I cannot see the church from here. I hope you can all see me. And I'm really excited to preach this morning. As I was preparing yesterday, I was so scared because I got the notification very late. I was really scared. I was like, ah, what do I have to say? But I told God something as I was praying. I said, Lord, I don't want to come up on this stage without you backing up your word. And God gave, he told me to make a call after I preached. And he gave me a word. And the funny part, Pastor Fred came up on stage and said that exact statement. So I know God is confirming his word this morning. So whatever I'm saying this morning, take it as the word of God. Please open up your heart. And the Lord will do, do you good in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Very quickly, I want to speak on something that the Lord has put in my heart. This was actually God, something God was teaching me personally, but I believe he will have me share it with the church. I have titled it, Step into the Greater Glory. Can you tell your neighbor this? Step into the Greater Glory. Yes, step into the Greater Glory. That is the realm taking us to. Can I have Leviticus 9 on the screen? Or can we all open our Bibles to it if we have our Bibles with us? Leviticus 9, from verse 5 to 6, I read. So the people presented all these things at the entrance of the tabernacle, just as Moses has commanded. Then the whole community came forward and stood before the Lord. And Moses said, this is what the Lord has commanded you to do, so that the of the Lord may appear to you. May the Lord bless his words this morning in Jesus' name. The glory of God isn't just a feeling or an event or an Old Testament experience. It is a tsunami of everything contained in the character and being of God. The word glory is literally translated heavyweight, meaning the heaviest, biggest, and grandest thing about someone. God has chosen a blaze as the place for him to manifest his greater glory. Do you know that God wants you to step into a greater measure of the glory? Do you know Expression House? Yes, he does and what he said to do at a blaze. Experiencing the greater glory means that you will experience more of God's goodness, more of his power, more of his favor, more of his provision, more of his healing than you have ever experienced before. Expression of rejoice, because that is the realm God is taking us to. And if you're already experiencing an abundance of God's favor and blessings, well, I have a word for you too. Can you stretch your faith? Can you stretch your tent? Can you make more room? You think you have enough already? You think you have all your needs met? You think you have everything? You think you have arrived? God is asking you this morning, can you stretch your tent? Can you open up to receive more? Because God is bringing more glory. He's taking us to the realm of more glory. Hallelujah. 
I'd like to share a few initial thoughts on the greater glory before I go to the crux of this message. The first thing I want you to know is the glory is already in you. The glory is already in you. When God created man, he clothed him in glory. He put the crown of glory upon him. Psalm 8 verse 5 says, you have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and with honor. So when God made man in the original plan of God, man wore the glory of God. We didn't wear physical clothes like this. We didn't have designer shirts and suits. What we had was the glory of God on us. But when man fell, we fell short of that glory. We lost that glory. And so man was naked. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. When man fell, man fell from that glory. And we lost the glory that God originally put in place. But then Jesus came. The original mission of Jesus, the main mission of Jesus when he came to earth was to restore man back to the original place that God put us in. So when Jesus came, he died for us. He paid the price for our redemption. And he restored us back to the glory realm. Hallelujah. He restored us back to that realm. So because of the blood of Jesus, the glory is now back in our lives. But you cannot manifest this glory if you are not in Jesus. You cannot manifest the glory of God if you are not in Jesus. Unbelievers cannot manifest. They don't have access to this glory. God can show them a bit of himself, but they cannot manifest this glory. Salvation is the beginning of the manifestation of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Salvation is the beginning of the manifestation of the glory of God. So if you want to manifest the glory of God, you have to be in Christ. You have to be in him. Hebrews 1 verse 3. Hebrews 1 verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had, sat, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. I want to read NLT version. Hebrews 1 3. He says, the sun radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God. And he sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. The sun radiates God's own glory. When you look in the face of Jesus today, all you will see there is the glory of God. All you will see in the face of Jesus is the glory of God. Jesus radiates the glory of God. So when you give your life to Christ, when you surrender your heart to Christ, and you accept him into your heart, Jesus comes into you with that glory. So the glory is in you already, expression house. The glory of God is already in you. You just have to give it expression. Hallelujah. I hope you are getting blessed. Number two, there is a realm of greater glory. There is a realm of greater glory. Haggai 2.9 says, and the glory of the latter house shall be greater than that of the former. There is a realm of greater glory. If there's one thing we've been taught in this house is that God has depths. There are depths in God. Nobody can reach one level in God and say, oh, I have arrived. Oh, I have gotten there. God has depths. And just as there are depths in God, there are levels to God also. If you have a certain level of anointing, you can grow in the anointing. You have a certain level of glory. You can grow in the glory. And that is the realm God is taking us to at a place. He's taking us to the realm of greater glory. So if you feel you're enjoying a certain level of glory, expect more. Because God is taking us to a set another level. Greater glory. Greater glory. I say greater glory is coming. Hallelujah. Can we open to 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18? 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of God. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. He says they are changed from glory to glory. 
from glory to glory, from one level of glory to another level of glory. Expression out, expect glory, greater glory. If you've seen a little, I'm telling you this morning, expect more. God is taking us to a greater level of glory. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. It is one thing to have the glory of God. We all have it, as I have said. But it's another thing to walk in it. It's another thing to manifest this glory. To walk in the glory of God is to give the Holy Spirit inside of your expression. It's to give the glory of God in you room to manifest. There was ever a time the world needs the greater glory. It is now. We all know how the world is. There was a time that we need the greater glory to manifest. It's right now. We must realize that there are certain things that we do or do not do that cause the glory of God to manifest or not to manifest. There are certain actions that you take. There are certain attitudes you put up. There are certain behaviors you put up that will cause God to manifest, not to manifest. In the Old Testament, the glory of God didn't dwell in man. It rested upon people. It came upon a certain people at a particular time. When the Lord wanted to use them, it would come upon them. It came upon the prophets, the priests, and the kings. It didn't, now the Holy Spirit lives in all of us. But in the Old Testament, the Holy, the Holy Spirit did not live in man. It came upon man. Because man could no longer house God as he had fallen from glory. But now in the New Testament, as Jesus has paid the price, as he has gone to the cross and done his marvelous work, we see that the glory is continuous. Because the glory is in us, we can continuously manifest it. We can continuously manifest it. We don't have to wait for one day for Jesus to come upon us. He is in us, and we can continually manifest that glory. But I believe we have drifted from the way of life that God wants us to live expression out. We have moved off the course that God has set. That is why when we see moves of God, we are shocked and we say, wow, God has moved. That should be our norm, expression house. The realm of the greater glory should be where we are. That, should, that is where God wants us to be. The realm where we are constantly seeing manifestations of the glory of God. The realms where miracles are happening at the snap of a finger. The realm where healings are wrought. That is the realm God wants us to be. It should not be a shock when you see God move. It shouldn't be a shock. It shouldn't be a shock. When I look around, all I see is sweat, toiling, man's struggle to do God's work for him. When God has made provision already, it is a dark day indeed. It is a dark day indeed when all we see is the work of man and not the work of God. It is really dark when all we see is the work of man and not the work of God. When we get in the glory of God, that is when God will come and do the impossible. Because I tell you, there are a lot of things that we cannot do for ourselves. There are a lot of things that we cannot do for ourselves. There are people dying out in the world. There are people sick. There are things we cannot do. We need God to come upon the scene. We need God to come upon the scene. And it is in our impossibilities that the possibilities of God are made manifest. It is when man reaches his limits that God takes charge and manifests his glory. Hallelujah. Expression as I charge us this morning. It is time to stop playing religious games. Let's stop with church, playing church and coming to church and showing off and coming and showing a certain form of spirituality. Let us stop. We have great power inside of us. You have great power inside of you. I have great power inside of me. God wants this power to be manifested. Let's stop with games. Let's stop with the games, expression house. There is a world out there clamoring for hope, clamoring for help. They need what we are carrying inside of us, but we are bottling it up. We are keeping it covered. We are sitting on it. We need to manifest this glory. We need to manifest this glory. Enough of head knowledge. Enough of head knowledge. Expression out. We are filled with so much scriptures. People know scriptures. They can quote scriptures. But they see a sick, a sick person. They cannot lay hands on the person. And the person will receive life. Enough of head knowledge. Enough of saying, I can quote 50 scriptures. Good for you, bro. 
enough of that. God wants power. God cares about the sick people that are dying. God cares about people that are lost in the world, lost in darkness, lost in sin. People are dying you know, under the pressure of addiction. People are going through a lot of things. They need this glory that we are carrying, Expression House. They need it. They need it. But if you want to bring this glory to people, if you want to take this glory out into the world, you yourself have to experience it first. You have to experience it first. You cannot take people to a place you have not been. You can't take them to a place you have not been. And God will have us, I believe God will instruct us this morning some things to do to experience the greater glory. So I have three keys this morning to experiencing God's greater glory. Number one, obedience. Number one, obedience. Can we go back to our key text? Leviticus 9. Leviticus 9 from verse 5 to 6, and then I'll read verse 23. It says, so the people presented all these things at the entrance of the tabernacle, just as Moses had commanded. Then the whole community came forward and stood before the Lord. And Moses said, this is what the Lord has commanded you to do, so that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. Verse 23, then Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle, and when they came back out, they blessed the people again, and the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole community. Note that to the whole community. Like I said earlier, in the Old Testament, the glory of God only manifested, came upon a few people, certain people at the time. But because the people of Israel obeyed the command of God, the glory was made manifest to them. Obedience is key if you want to experience greater glory expression house. Obedience is key. What I see these days is partial obedience. People do half of God's instructions. They pick a part that will favor them. But let me tell you something this morning. Partial obedience to God is still disobedience. If God gives you an instruction and you do part of it, you pick the one that will favor you, you have disobeyed blatantly. God will, if you, sorry, disobedience will only rob you of God's blessings. Disobedience will only rob you of God's blessings. Hallelujah. If you are going to see and experience the greater glory, like I said, you must be obedient. You must be obedient. When you obey God, God shows up. And when God shows up, he doesn't come empty and then he comes with his glory. And it is this glory that we want to see. John 14, 21. John 14, verse 21. Jesus speaking here. He says, those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my father will love them. And I will love them and reveal myself to them. Jesus saying, if you obey me, I will reveal myself to you. We are shouting the greater glory days are here. The greater glory days are here. Yes, but if you want to see it, if you want to experience it, obey the instructions coming from God. God is giving you instructions. Each and every one of you, I believe God is giving you certain instructions. And you need to obey them. We are going into a very, very, very precious moment. The moment of our blaze. I believe God is going to do something powerful. You don't want to miss out expression out. If God has given you an instruction, big one, small, whatever it is, please do it. If it will cost you something, do it. If it will cost you your time, your money, your energy, please do it. What God is bringing is greater than what you have. What God is bringing as a blaze is greater than what you have. I implore you, please obey God's instructions. Obey God's instructions. Instructions will come from the altar, from your atrium, however form it comes. Please obey. Please obey. Partial obedience with God is still disobedience. Is still disobedience. And can I shock you this morning? If you don't surrender totally to God and obey fully his instructions, you cannot see the greater glory. Yes, you cannot see it. Please don't come for my head after service. 
I'm telling you the truth this morning. But if you do not obey God fully, you cannot experience greater glory. And I want you to experience it. God wants you to experience his greater glory. So please, if God has given you an instruction, please obey. Please obey, no matter what it will cost you. No matter what it will cost you. What God is bringing, I say again, is bigger, is better than what you already have. Hallelujah. Number two points this morning is draw nearer to God. Draw nearer to God. Can we read Leviticus 9 again from verse 5? Leviticus 9 verse 5. It says, so the people presented all these things at the entrance of the tabernacle, just as Moses has commanded. Then the whole community came forward and stood before the Lord. The King, King James Version says, the whole community drew nearer to the Lord. They drew nearer to the Lord and then they experienced the glory. Then they saw the glory. I know someone might say, but you said Jesus is in me, the glory is in me. How else can I draw nearer to him? Positionally, yes, you cannot draw closer to God. Positionally, because God is in you and you are in him. You are already one with him. But you can draw closer to God experientially. You can draw closer to God in your experience, in your thoughts, in your attitude, in your worship. You can draw closer to God. Some of us, we have Jesus inside of us. We are tongue-talking, but God is so far away. Or better yet, you are so far away from God. You are so far away from God. Do you honor God in your thoughts? Do you honor him in your attitude? Do you honor God in your worship? Are you close to God in your thoughts? The psalmist says, may the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. Is the meditation of your heart pleasing to the Lord expression house? Is it pleasing to God? Are you thinking about God every moment? Or are you, or is your mind filled with money, money, money? Some of us, all we can think about is money. We all need money, yes. But God is more important. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things. Every other thing will be added to you. Draw nearer to God in your thoughts. Draw nearer to God in your thoughts. Are you close to God in your attitude? Expression house. Pastor Fred has taught us so much on our attitude. Attitude. But yet some of us, our attitude is stinking to God. Our attitude is putrefying. Please, expression house. I see a lot in church. I see a lot in church. I see a lot in church. People are in the presence of the Lord and they are fiddling with their phones. And they are praising their phones. What are you doing that is more important than the presence of the Lord at the moment? You come for a house, you come from, you leave your house, come for a house, and you are praising your phone in the presence of God. Do you think God is not there when you are rehearsing? Do you think he's not there? I get angry a lot in my spirit when I see that, and I, I tell my sister, this is so annoying. God is here every time you call God into a meeting. He's there, he's there, whether you are two, whether you are 60, God is there, and God does not joke around. Every moment that he shows up, he wants to bless us. Let's not rob ourselves of God's blessings, of God's blessings, expression house. Honor God in your attitude. Reverence God in your attitude. Reverence him. When you come to church and they give you an instruction, if it's, if it's an MC giving you an instruction, don't say, who is this small boy? I'm older than you. Who is this small girl? I'm older than you. Reverence the Lord in your attitude. They say, stand up during the service. Stand up. Sit down. Sit down. Your shall tell you, go somewhere. You're saying, no, I can't sit here. I can't sit here. And you want to experience the greater glory? Please. Please. It is why meetings like this are necessary. Meetings like Ablaze are necessary to draw us back from what we are so caught up in. We are all busy. Everybody saying, I'm busy, I'm busy. And why are you not around for years? I'm busy. Why are you not in church? Why were you not in church? I have, I have a job. Hallelujah. When you didn't have that job, you were coming to church. You come here and cry, God, give me a job. God gave you that job. You forgot the one who gave you the job. Some of us are too busy for God. Too busy. We do our, we say we want to have our devotion in the morning. We say, God, I thank you for this beautiful day. As I go out, let me find favor. Let me find favor. You say that for two seconds and you run out of the door. 
And they ask you, have you, have you fellowship with God? Say, of course, yes, I had a powerful time in the presence of God. Hallelujah. No, you did not. No, you did not. Some of us need to cut back on social media. And I'm speaking to myself. Some of you need to cut back on social media. You need to stop. Stop it. I have a, a, an alarm on my Instagram account. When I spend 30 minutes, you send me an alarm. And like you all are now, you, you cancel the alarm. I continue scrolling because God is good. And you have to see what's up. But I'm here to tell you this morning, God wants you to honor him in your attitude. Give God his time. Give God his time. God's time is precious. If God says, if you say, God, I want to meet you five to six, trust me, Jesus is there. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you. Stop it. What you are looking for all around, what you are looking for, what you are searching for is in the presence of God. Is in the presence of God. Honor God. Honor him. Honor him. Draw nearer to him. For some of us, worship has just become a routine. We just come to church, raise up our hands and say, okay, pastor said we should worship God. But let it come from our heart. If I raise up my hand, it will look like I'm doing it from my heart. Worship is just a routine. It has gone away from what God planned it to be originally. When we worship God right, when we do our worship right, God will come. When we worship God right, God will come expression house. Drawing nearer to God in our worship requires unity and oneness. Unity and oneness. Can we open to Second Chronicles very quickly? Second Chronicles 5. Please, media, can I have it on the screen? If you can. Second Chronicles 5. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 5 from verse 11. Then the priests left the holy place. All the priests who were present had purified themselves, whether or not they were on duty that day. And the Levites who were musicians, Asaph, him, and Jeduthun, and all their sons and brothers were dressed in fine linen robes and stood at the east side of the altar, playing cymbals, lyres, and harps. They were joined by 120 priests who were playing trumpets. The trumpeters and singers performed together in unison to praise and give thanks to the Lord. Accompanied by trumpets, cymbals, and other instruments, they raised their voices and praised the Lord with these words. He is good. His faithful love endures forever. At that moment, a thick cloud filled the temple of the Lord. The priests could not continue their service because of the cloud, for the glorious presence of the Lord filled the temple of God. Hallelujah. One, two things I want you to note from this. The people were joined in unison. The people were joined in unison. And they lifted up one voice in one accord. If we are going to bring God down with our worship expression, house, we have to be one. We have to be one. It's not just about the choir alone. As a church, we have to be one. And this will mean that every ministry is working hand in hand with one another. Every ministry is working hand in hand with one another. This is not the time for one ministry to be fighting another. This is not the time for one person in one ministry to be beefing another person. We need to be one. God is not coming to a broken church. He is not coming to a divided church. He is coming to one church, one body. One body. First Corinthians 12, 27 says, you are members of one body. Jesus is the head. He has one body. Jesus does not have ten bodies, expression as he has one body. So if the church is broken or divided, God will not come. And we don't want that. We don't want that. Please, let's learn to work with one another. Let's learn to be in unity. Let's be, let's be one. Let's be one. Let's work as a team. We are a team. Let's work as a team. Every member is important. Every part of the body is important. And I want to say something that might freak a little, <laughs> that might cause fight for the planning committee this morning. God said, I will say it, so I will say it. I will say it. We have to set aside our programs. 
we have to set aside our programs. When we were planning, when we were making the program for Ablaze, one of the things that caused fight was time. We said, no, let's start by this time. No, we have to finish by this time. No, let's give pastor this time. And God was telling me that, do you people want me to move? And I said, Lord, we want you to move. I said, don't box me in. Don't put me in a space. Don't give me two seconds. I said, okay, quickly do your work in this time. I will move when I want to move. That is what God says. I will move when I want to move. Yes, the program is there for order. Yes, it's important. But it is not your program that will bring men to the kingdom. It is not your program that will draw men to God. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. It is Jesus being lifted up that will draw all men. Your program will not draw the men to God. Please. I'm tired of a rigid church. I tell my sister, whenever they say, Pastor Fred has finished late again, I say, I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed myself. And I enjoy every time I'm in the presence of God. If God wants to move in two hours, let him do his work. You need him. He doesn't really need you. You need him. Let him do his work. Stop boxing God in. Stop putting God in the corner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The third key I want you to note, to note is expect the glory. Hallelujah. Expect the glory. Expect the glory. Expression house. Proverbs 23 verse 18 says, For surely there is an end, and the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. We are talking about the greater glory days. Expression house. Expect this glory. Don't just come to the presence of God and say, oh, Okay, we are doing a blaze again. I'll just come. Come with an expectation. And God wants me to tell you what to expect. Yes, I know you have a load of care. We all do. We all have our worries, our financial problems. God said, Expect my glory. I'm coming in glory. Expect it. We've been taught that the glory is God's manifest power, his manifest presence, his manifest goodness. Expect it. Expect it in greater measure because God is coming. God is coming. God is coming. Expression out. Expect his glory. Expect his glory. This expectation will keep you focused. It will keep you focused. Some of us are in church and we are doing, we are not even in the service. But this expectation, if you have it, if you have it, it will keep you focused. Because going to the presence of God and I want to receive from him, I will keep my eyes on him. I, am, I have something I'm expecting, so I will keep my eyes on him. Expression out. Expect the glory of God. Expect it. Let this expectation keep you so atten attentive that you don't even have time for frivolities. Like Pastor said, if your friend will distract you, please don't sit your, with your friend. At our place, I don't sit with people that I know. They know that. I don't sit with people that I know. I like to sit alone. It is me and God. Because what God is bringing, no man can bring it. What God will do in your life, no man can do it. Pastor Fred is a wonderful teacher, but he cannot solve all your problems. He cannot. He can't. The one that can do it is in the house and he's saying, expect my glory. Come into my presence. Tremble at my presence. Tremble. Tremble. When every part of the service, every part of the service, expect it. It might be in the praise and worship, in the hymn, offering time. Expect the glory of God. Expect the glory of God. Expression house. This glory that we are seeking for, this glory that I want you to expect is the solution to all your problems. I think we all love to hear that. We hear that I have a solution. Oh, yes, we all love to hear that. Everything you are believing God for, everything you are praying, those prayer points, those long lists that you plan to bring to our blade, everything that you have been seeking for, the glory that is coming is the solution to it. The glory that is coming is the answer to it. The glory of God is the antidote to shame. The glory of God is the antidote to poverty and lack. The glory of God is the antidote to sicknesses and diseases. The glory of God is the antidote to addictions, to depression. The glory, the glory, the glory is the answer. Expression out, expect this glory. 
I want you to come expectant. I tell you, God is going to do something good. I want you to be excited in your spirit. Come expectant. Expect this glory. God is going to do something great. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. As I begin to round up this morning, I want to beg you. I like to beg people a lot. I beg protocol ministry every time. Please, Edjo. I want to beg you guys this morning. Set aside all distractions. As you prepare for our blaze, as you come to our blaze, set aside all distractions. Set it aside. If it's your phone that will distract you during our blaze, please drop it at home. If it's your phone that will distract you, drop it at home. If it's your friend that will distract you, don't sit with him or her. Set aside all distractions. The king of glory is coming. Please, please. This is not the time for us to get into strife. This is not the time to get into envy, backbiting. This is not the time. This is not the time. If you are holding someone in your heart, go and apologize or go and forgive the person. If it's like you have to go and meet the person and tell him that you offended me, go and do it. This is not the time to harbor anger. This is not the time to harbor hatred in your heart. God wants to come and fill that heart up. Make room for him, expression house. Make room for him. This is the time to consecrate yourself. This is time to set yourself apart. For something greater is coming. Something big is coming. Please. Let's expect it in Jesus. He's coming. He's coming with his glory. He's coming with his glory. The glory is coming, expression house. The greater glory is coming. We have seen little bits of the glory. We are going to experience more glory. Hallelujah. We are going to see more glory. Things are about to change, church. Hallelujah. When I wrote this down, I screamed. Things are about to change, church. Things are about to change in this world, in this our nation. Things are about to change. Something is coming. In this earth, things are about to change. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. That is what God has said. And we will begin to see it right from now in the name of Jesus. As we come to a blaze. As we come before God, as we come before his presence and expectation, with a deep expectation of his glory, and we lift him up, I believe that we'll begin to see creative miracles. The nine gifts of the spirit will be in manifestation. Without laying on of hands, the sick will recover. The blind will see. Oh, we've not seen anything in Expression House. We will see greater glory. Expect it. Expect it. I'm not saying a prayer. I'm telling you what is coming. Expect it because it's coming. Expect it. Jesus is coming. And I know that I can feel it in my spirit that great healings are going to happen at a blaze. They are beginning from now. They are starting already. Great healings are going to happen at a blaze. They are going to happen at a blaze. God is coming with his greatest glory, expression house. But will Jesus find a prepared church? Will he find a prepared people? Will he find a, a space in your heart? Or will he be filled with worry and envy and anger and all the loads of care that you're carrying around? Will Jesus find room in your heart? He's coming with his glory and he wants to fill you up. Will you make room for Jesus? Will you make room for Jesus? Please make room for him. Make room for him. What is coming? What is coming is powerful. What is coming is awesome. What is coming is going to bring refreshing to the church. What is coming is going to bring life to the church. What is coming is going to anoint people afresh. Some of you after a blaze, you will not recognize yourself. You will not recognize yourself. The dimensions God will be using some of you. Expect this glory. Prepare your heart. Prepare your heart. Set aside all distractions. Put it aside. This is not the time. Set it aside. 
This is serious business. And God means serious business. Expression house. The greater glory days are here. They are not only coming, but they are here already. The greater glory days is already here. And we'll begin to see manifestations from now on. We'll begin to see manifestations from now on. I desire strongly the nine gifts. Those nine gifts of the spirit. I want to see them in manifestation. I want to see sick people healed. I want to see sick people healed. I want it strongly. I want it. People are dying. Sickness is ravaging the world. I want healing. I want to lay my hands on people and I want them to recover. And I want that for each and every one of us. But we have to prepare a room for Jesus to fill. We have to prepare a room for him. Please, expression house, let's be one. Let's be one. At our place, God is going to do something. He's going to do something big. Let's be one. Can we rise up this morning on our feet? Can we rise up this morning on our feet? Let's give God praise. The greater glory is coming. The greater glory is coming. Reverence God in your heart this morning. Reverence King Jesus in your heart this morning. If there is any area of your life where you need to make adjustments, now is the time. If there is any area where you need to make adjustments, now is the time, Expression House. God wants to bless us. He wants to, he wants to, he's a strong desire to bless us. Let's open up our hearts to him.